Yo, yo, what's going on, big dogs? Welcome in to another episode of Adams Plus One. This episode features Ariel Gonzalez. Ariel is a 20-year-old college student who is also in the National Guard. I wanted to bring Ariel onto the podcast to talk about his military experience. He joined at the age of 17, so he actually did his basic training the summer between his junior and senior year, which I find to be fascinating because it's a completely different route than how I joined the military. We also dive into Ariel's fitness uh, goals and some fun stuff on the back end. As always, if you enjoy this podcast, please give it a share. Let's dive in. A big reason I wanted to bring you on, Ariel, I've seen you at the gym a lot, man. You're a hard worker. I love the energy that you have, but, and also getting to know your military background. So I'd really like to start yeah. there with like, like what made you decide to join the army? You're in the army, right? Yeah. Army National Guard. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you decide to join? Man? So for me, honestly, um, I just, I knew since I was young, I wanted to do something in the medical field. Um, but as I, as I, you know, you go through it, people are like, okay, you know, go to college, you'll get your degree and you'll be good. And then when I was in high school, I started thinking like, you know, hey, college is expensive. You know, how am I going to pay for that? Uh, my parents, they don't make a whole lot of money. None of them, uh, neither of my parents went to college. So they they're, they don't really have high paying jobs. Um, so I was like, hmm, what do I do? Because I do want to be a nurse. That's that's my major. That's what I'm going for. So, you know, I like to help people, but I, I was just like, how am I going to pay for it? Um, and the military was something I always kept kind of like look up to I guess I had a couple family members who've been in the military and um I've heard them say good things about it and they it's it, it's helped them as far as they've told me um and it's always something I like I said just thought was interesting so I kind of talked to the recruiter he came to our school gave a little spiel about it um I followed up with him like outside of class and uh ultimately you know I did my research and I decided that's what I wanted and so far it's been good to me it's been paying for my school um, it's given me a, a couple bucks in, into my bank account directly too, um, sure. which, which helps for sure. But Definitely. that's mainly the reason was, uh, to try and attend college. What is your, what is your MOS? And for people that are listening, that don't know what's your job in the military. Yeah. So my MOS is 68 whiskey, which is a combat medic. Uh, so basically, uh, if we're stateside, which is like home, which is we, we're national guard. So we're not active duty so it's not a full-time thing but when we are uh at our unit which is uh one week in a month uh we're, we're doing like medical training just catching uh ref- refining our skills uh which can range from tourniquets like trauma uh ivs and it's it's a pretty wide range but uh as a at overseas while deployed you have a couple couple different options of what a 68 whiskey can do you could be what we call a line medic which uh you you're alignment you're on the front lines you're with an infantry or a cav unit uh, moving with um, that elements and providing like care as as you need it right if something were to break out you're the medic uh, you could also work in like a clinic setting which is uh, a bit safer but uh, obviously if you're overseas is it really totally safe yeah, you're always you know? in, you're always in combat zone right yeah. right right exactly so um if you're working in a clinic you're getting patients that come in from line medics who treat them and then they transport them over to you and you can do uh, extensive care in like a clinic setting. Uh, but it's really, um, you know, medical, everything, trauma, 
um, and just treating casualties. I want to dig into the some of the um, like cross training or cross credits that you get for obviously your major in college and then yep. uh, the what you've gotten in the military. But like, let's let's hold on on to that for a second. First, just talk about what was your expectation joining the military and then what has it been like? You know what I mean? Like when you were about to leave for basic training and, and go through the process, what was your expectation versus reality? Right. So at first, um, I, at first I didn't know anything. I was completely in the dark. Uh, and then as I did more research, um, and started talking to people that I knew that were in the army, I kind of gained more knowledge. Um, so, but so nobody in your family heard, had served before you was what you're saying. No, no, I had, well, I had a, my great grandfather served in World War II, but he, he passed before I was even born. So I couldn't really ask him. And even if I could, I mean, the, the army of, of the 1940s was way different than the army of today. Uh, but I have, I knew a couple people from my high school that graduated that went uh, active duty or national guard. Um, so I'd ask them uh, like, Hey, what's basic like, what can you do? What can't you do? Um, things like that. Can I get, can I receive mail packages? How does that work? Right. Cause at first you, you really don't know. Um, and that's totally okay. Right. So I would ask them, ask around. And at first I was like, I'm expecting to go get my head shaved, do a lot of push-ups, get yelled at. And all those things did happen. Yeah. Those things did happen. But what people don't really, I guess, tell you is, or at least nobody really told me was like the kind of the friendships that you make while I was there. Like it's you and a, a bunch of other people and it sucks sometimes, but what the good thing about it is everyone is going through the same thing as you. Everybody misses home. Everybody's tired. Everybody's hungry. So it kind of builds a sort of camaraderie that you really don't really see anywhere else. Um, so that's kind of what I, I kind of hit me. I was like expecting to go in, you know, obviously do all the things I said, like push-ups and whatnot. Um, but I didn't expect to come out with, you know, I, I met some really great guys while I was there and I still talk to them today. I've been out of basic for like three years now. Yeah. Um, so I'm still relatively, I guess, you know, like new to, the, I'm not like a 10 year. I know some guys have been in for 10, 20 years. I'm not anything like that, but uh, I still talk to the guys, some of the guys that I, that I was with my bunk mate, um, Kirby, shout out to him. Uh, I still talk to him, planning to go visit him soon too. Um, but yeah, I just, I didn't expect the really like a team aspect of it, but I, I'm grateful for it for sure. Hell yeah, man. When, when you talk about three years, tell everyone who's listening, how old are you right now? And how old were you when you left for basic? Okay. So I'm 20 years old right now. I turned 20 in October. Um, so I'm pretty young. Uh, I, I enlisted when I was 17. So I did a thing called the split option program, which is something that is exclusive to national guard soldiers active duty and reserve do not get this option as far as i'm aware uh maybe it's changed in the past three years but last time i checked it was something only for national guard um so basically uh i enlisted october of 2020 or november of 2020 and then from november till june i did what we call rsp which is recruit sustainment program that's kind of like a a warm up to basic, not really as nitty gritty and tough, but it is, it's just kind of like information that you're going to learn. So at RSP, we learn things like uh, weapon basics, how to take apart an M4, uh, land navigation, 
uh, MREs and like what is an MRE? Because some people they go there, they don't even know what an MRE is. Um, so just learning like the basics. We talked about MREs at the gym a few weekends yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did. Just learning like the basics of basic, I guess. Um, right. And then June hit, and then I shipped out, and then ten weeks I, w- I was at Fort Sill. Um, so it was pretty hot during the summer. Uh, I'll never forget that heat. Um, but that, yeah, that, that's kind of my process. So I've been in about three years and it, it's been good to me so far. Hell yeah, man. And then, and then basic was in Fort Sill. How long was basic training? And then how long was your advanced training? So basic training was 10 weeks, right? So from June to like August, I don't remember the exact date, um, but June to August. And then I came back, um, because, uh, my basic training, I should, I probably should have mentioned this. It's it was from my junior year to senior year. So my junior year to senior year summer, that's when I went to basic. I came come back. I do my senior year of high school like normal, just another you know high school senior year. Um, and then as soon as I graduated high school, uh, within like two weeks of getting my diploma, I shipped out uh, to Fort Sam Houston in Texas to do my AIT, um, which is job training for those of you that don't know. Um, and then we're medic training. So like job training and it's basically all medic stuff. And then that was 16 weeks. So I left in June. I came back like October sometime in October. Yeah. And, and, and you did a great job of explaining. I'll just, I'll just hammer it home because if I was listening about basic and AIT, just like you mentioned, I, I wouldn't know. So anyone right. listening doesn't know, never been in the military, basic training, become a basic soldier. You're going to do your marching, your you're learning all the all the things about being a basic soldier. Now, nothing about right. your job specifically. You can be grouped up with other people that eventually go on and like do different jobs in the military. Then you get shipped off to your AIT. I think it's advanced initial training. I think that's what it stands for. Yep. Right. Uh, advanced individual training. Individual training. So then you went yep. there for medic. Now that leads us into what we talked about earlier. Tell talk about. Someone might be listening thinking, dang, dude, I want to be a nurse, right? I want to do that. And hey, this is a good way to pay uh, pay for college. Do you get any college credits for your AIT? Because I, I know I got college credits for my AIT, but I'm curious about yours. How does that line up for you? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the two biggest MOSs that get the most college credit are uh, 68 Whiskey and then uh, Seaburn. So chemical MOSs. Those two, I know for a fact, get a lot of college credit. I so obviously me being six day whiskey, I got a decent amount of college credit. I got a lot of elective credits, and then I got some uh, upper level like nursing credits. Um, so that is actually really useful because obviously it's less work for you when you're in college. College is already, you know, kind of its own challenge itself. So to kind of lessen that um, is is great. So yeah, I, I did get credit. I'm not sure the exact number. It's it's in a system somewhere, but. Uh, when you get to college, obviously you, you, you should uh, meet with uh, there, there's every school's got like a veteran affairs counselor, something like that, some representative of the military. And then you'll, uh, you'll follow up with them, you know, do, you'll have to submit certain paperwork and things like that. Um, but the college credits definitely come in handy. So yeah, I do remember like people talking close. about that too, that the medic field right. gets a lot of college credits. So good on you for taking advantage of it. Yep. Question for you, and again, yep. for someone listening that was wondering, hey, paying for college, how much do you get, number one, do you get the GI Bill? Are you paying into that while you're going to college? Like, Is that a benefit that you're getting? Because I know for me, I went active duty three years after I served for 36 months, I had the full GI Bill, right? However, when I was on active duty, I was using um, 
you know, tuition assistance, TA. I'd imagine you get some TA while you're in the guard, in the National Guard, but talk about like what assistance they're giving you now while you're in college. Okay, yeah. So the guard is paying for 100% of my tuition. So the guard, um, at least in the state of Illinois, they will pay for 100% of the tuition as long as it is a public institution. So if it's a private college, they're not going to cover it. Um, I, they might cover some of it. I'm not sure. I don't go to a private college, so I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. Um, but as long as it's a public institution, the guard will cover 100% of the tuition. Um, you will have to probably just pay for books. That's it. They won't. Would they also another big thing? They will not pay for room and board. They will not pay for room and board. Wow. So okay. a lot of people don't know that they think I'm going to go to college. Everything will be free. Most of it will be free, but there are some things that you'll have to pay for. Like I said, books, um, if you're going to get like a meal plan or something, you're going to have to pay for that. The, the guard will strictly pay tuition, um, okay. but it, it's covered everything uh, so far. Like, or it's, uh, minus what I just said, like it's the books right. and stuff. Um, you, 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 but you probably don't live there. Cause I, I mean, you, do you commute? Yeah, I do. I do commute. So I don't, I don't go, I drive back and forth. I don't go every day either. Um, I did last semester, which was a mistake. I kind of learned the hard way. Um, on my gas, the gas prices were uh, pretty high. So uh, I've changed my schedule around and I'm only going two days a week. I've got some online classes. Um, so yeah, I commute, so I don't pay room and board because room and board is, is thousands and thousands of dollars. It's like, that's like $10,000 a semester, that's yeah. The, yeah. The guard won't pay for that. So, um, I'm kind of just taking the safe route. I'm trying to try my best to come out with, with zero debt. And so far it's been working. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, even, even minimal debt, five, $10,000, whatever, $15,000 it is right. compared to the value in your degree and your military time, uh, and the experience on your resume. I think that that's awesome. So before we right, right. move on, I need to say thank you for your service. I really appreciate you. Awesome. I appreciate you too, man. You too. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. So I want to touch on this for listeners. So I went to a private school. Now I, mm. I had the GI Bill because I was active duty. So I just know how, how it worked. You're right. What they what they did for like the the similarities between like they wouldn't pay for, they'd only pay for public on the National Guard. For me, what they gave you is they pay up to a certain amount. So for example, let's say okay. state of Illinois, University of Illinois is a public school, right? U of I, say it's 21K to go to public school. The army said, the GI Bill said, hey, we're going to cap you at 21K. Now, okay. SLU, I went to SLU, St. Louis University, private school, it's like 55K a year, right? I get the 21 mm -hmm. from the army, then there's this gap of like 30,000. Now SLU, I had good grades uh, in my undergrad or in my, for my associate's degree. So I was, you know, eligible for like, I think it was, for the year 16,000. So I got, I got scholarships, right? Okay. So there's yeah. there, now you're at like 37,000, right? Well, yeah. the gap between 37 and 55, the army, the, the, the yeah, the army, and, no, sorry, the school, there's a program called the yellow, Pro, the yellow ribbon program. Really, really, really cool. The school and the federal government come together and agree that whatever that gap is, they'll pay the difference. So oh, they'll okay. both pay half. So, on top of my scholarship, on top of my GI Bill, there's a gap of whatever it was, 15, 10K, whatever it was, they they paid it. So that, that was a benefit, right? That I got to go to a private school that was super expensive uh, because yeah. of the GI Bill. So I just want to touch on that because if anyone's listening and they go, the, they want to go the, uh, they want to go that route, that's another option to still be able to get into a private school, right? So 
Good stuff. Now, I guess before we wrap up the military section, any advice to a listener who is considering joining? What would be your biggest advice? If they're, they really want to join, what's the biggest benefit maybe in your advice? I got you. Here, dude, I'm sorry. My video, once again, the no, welcome, came up. All good. Sorry, I'm sniffling. Yeah. I'm a little sick over here. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm sick, Ariel. It's the time of the year where I got post-nasal drip in the morning. You know what I'm talking about, dude? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I hate it, dude. I can't stand it, man. It is. I, I get it a lot in the fall. The fall is like the worst for me, which sucks because I I like the fall in terms of like the weather, but it, it definitely does not like me. Because I, <laughs> dude, I wake up some mornings and it's, it's rough. Like I, I can't breathe out of my nose. Like I'm clogged up. I feel yeah, that. So it's, it's a love hate. So just, just wrap up our talk on the, on military uh, topics on Adams plus one with what is your biggest advice to someone who's 99% of the way there? Like they really want to join the military. What's your biggest piece of like advice on why they should do it? So my biggest piece of advice, um, I would 100% try and uh, know as much as you can before going in, because what I think is, is not good is if, you're like kind of like half ass on the way there, I guess you should really be when you think about it, tell yourself, this is what I want to do. Okay, this is what I want. And, you know, that's, that's what you should do, right? If you're telling yourself, hmm, maybe this isn't for me. I don't know. That's when I think people have bad experiences in the military yeah. uh, because, you know, it, it's a big thing. There's a lot of people in it. So experiences do vary. Um, so I think just knowing as much as you can, that will be your best bet to ensuring um, your best experience, really. So I would just say educate yourself as much as you can. Beautiful. Well, there, there's some great advice from Ariel Gonzalez on do your research before you join the military. Yeah. So yeah, ultimately do your research, ask people, do not be afraid to ask questions. Um, Like I said, I knew people who had like graduated from my high school that were in the military or were in it while um, I was talking to them and just ask questions, you know, they, you know, usually you'll be fine. Like, yeah, just ask questions, but you don't want surprises, I guess, because um, pretty much everything's public information. Like if you want to sure. know something about the army, you can go and look at forums, look stuff up and there, you'll have your answer. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like I said, trying to and there, are, there are guys like us out there, me and you, like whoever's listening, exactly, yeah. just message one of us. Exactly. And if we don't yeah, know the I've answer. Had, I've had, yeah. yeah, I've had coworkers ask me, hey, I, I know you're in the National Guard. What about this? Or, hey, my cousin, my little cousins thinking about joining like he's at got questions and i've answered them right and um i've had a couple people enlist because of me i have yeah. asked me like hey what do you think and like, i'm not, not a recruiter so if you join or not it doesn't affect me at all we get so no I benefit them, hey, from helping the pros and cons. Right. yeah like here are the good parts but i'll tell you the bad parts too because i'm gonna be honest with you your recruiter might not always tell you uh the bad stuff but you know uh veterans or people that are in they definitely will um they'll tell you hey this is what it is 
So especially educate yourself and don't be afraid to ask questions for sure. All right, let's switch over because I I didn't want to just talk military stuff. You're also a hard worker in the gym. I see you, man. You look great. You've been putting work in. Someone I always notice that's always going hard uh, in the gym and and appreciate your energy there. So what is your goal this year with your, uh, with your fitness? Right. So for me, um, honestly, just round out my physique. So um, when I started, I was super skinny. There was like no muscle on my body. Um, but honestly, I've been blessed. I have some pretty decent like muscle insertions. Um, so just kind of rounding that out, I'm in a bit of a bulk. So I'm trying to put on a little bit more mass. Um, I'm, I'm weighing about 200 pounds right now, like 200 even. Um, so I'm trying to bulk up at least to about 210 um, before I start cutting uh, some weight down. Um, but really, I just just kind of uh, boosting up some of the weak points um, or points that I just see are lacking. Um, I've struggled with like arms for a long time. I think I, I talked to you in the gym, like you did yeah. I had a, a point in time where my legs grew, my chest grew, my shoulders grew, my back and my biceps and triceps just didn't move. And I would, and I looked a little weird. I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, why is, I feel like I'm eating right. I must be doing something wrong. So I, 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 you know, experimented a little bit. I changed up some sets, some reps, different workouts. And eventually, you know, I got it back or I've got them up to um, on par, like with the rest of my, my body, but um, definitely shoulders right now are kind of a weakness for me. So I'm definitely going to be doing a lot more shoulders. I'm a, I'm a little like careful with it um, because I know some people who've had shoulder injuries and they've gotten them like from doing like the simplest of movements. So I'm trying to be careful, but I'm also trying to, uh, you know, put some heavy weight on there too. to kind of uh, condition my, my shoulders for sure. Sweet. Um, what is your yeah. favorite muscle group to train? Okay. Let me, spe- let me set this up properly, Ariel. Okay. Let me really set this up. Yeah. If tomorrow you woke up and there was only one muscle group you could train for the rest of your life, what would you pick? and why if tomorrow i woke up and there was only one muscle group i could train for the rest of my life that's a good that's, question that's not easy. tough it would probably be chest um i love chest uh my second place would probably be like arms but yeah it's probably chest um just really like that the feeling of that stretch like let's say i'm doing dumbbell bench like really going full range of motion that 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 pulling feeling, you know, it's painful, but it, it's a good pain. You know, it's a, it's a pain of like, I'm, my muscles are working. I, I can't describe it. That, that, that's the real uh, nitty gritty, like lifting type stuff. I like um, chest flies, especially that pulling motion, but also just the bench bench is fun, whether it's like with dumbbells with barbell. Um, it just gives you a feeling of uh, being strong, I guess. Yeah. So that's what I like. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. I love bench. I, I just love the feeling of as you as you really get into it, when you become more experienced and you are right, like you get to a point where when you're benching, you're like rowing it on the way down. And I just love that feeling of like pulling on the way down of your bench, feeling your chest expand. Right. And then knowing like you're going to like you use only focusing with your chest to press it back up. Right. Like when you're a beginner, you know you're just kind of throwing weight around, but as you get more experience, it's, it's enjoyable. Every little detail that you explain, like it, it, you love it all, right? Like, yeah, it's uncomfortable being in that deep strap position, whether that's a fly or a dumbbell press, but you look forward to it, right? Like it's your, it's what you look forward to as uh, someone that lifts weights. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I always look forward to it. Um, I feel like even if you're having 
like you're not feeling too well. Like I said, with when I'm feeling sick, like cardio sucks. Like it's it's like I'm like, dang, I, I really don't feel it. But even when you're not feeling the best, I feel like chest is is always there for you. Like I feel like chest can never feel dreadful, I guess. I don't I don't know the word for it. But I feel like it's always always a great time with a chest workout. A chest is like it's it does both, right? It's an it's it makes you feel strong. It's also fun, right? It's it's like it's like uh it feels you feel like a badass on chest day, but it's also fun. I love quads. Uh it's not that much fun sometimes, but it's one of my it's probably number one for me. But it's like there's a huge it takes a lot of energy to like get up for quad day compared to chest day. Yeah, I could roll out of bed tired as hell. Someone's like, Hey, you want to hit chest today? You're like, Hell yeah, I want to hit chest today. I'm down for that. Exactly, exactly. I like I said, um, I feel like there's never a bad time to be doing chest. Oh, for sure. All right. Last fitness question on on my on my mind right now is what does Ariel listen to in the gym? Especially recently. Like what are you jamming to? Top song. Uh, I love pop punk. That's always been okay. my favorite. Uh Blink 182 is my favorite band of all time. Um wow, so, that is surprising for a 20 year old, but I love that dude. Yeah, a lot of people don't expect that answer. I love pop punk. Um it's always been my favorite. Just the the lyrics can be kind of like um, gritty and stuff like that. But I've I've always loved pop punk. Um, either that or just like a complete total opposite, like like dubstep. Sometimes like it's just kind of whatever I'm feeling. But uh, rock, punk, rock, heavy metal, I'll listen to as well. What um, uh, what song by Blink One Eight Two is your favorite? Like, give me a, give me a few that you really like. Adam's song is pretty good. Um, I like yeah, uh, yeah that's I on Adam plus one. I mean, it just goes hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. Adam's song is good. Um, all the small things. It's kind of like a more happier vibe. Adam's song is kind of a sad song. Yeah. Um, but uh, all the small things. That's kind of like a happier vibe. Um, the chorus is so great. I'm yeah, awesome. yeah. Like, it's iconic. So catchy. But my favorite one, probably rock show. Yeah, rock show. Can't go wrong with that. That's yeah. now that's a great lifting song too, right? I that love that song. intense. Yeah, like it picks up the beat really well. Okay, cool. Now we know what you're listening to in the gym. Now I'm gonna sneak over by you when I see you next time. When yeah. I'm jamming to some like one eight two and show you my phone. Now we're we're on the same uh the same wave same wavelength. So yep. okay, let's run down these last three questions. I got you for a few more minutes, and then we'll we'll finish with the closing question, which is a question that you don't know is coming your way. And uh, we always close Alrighty. the show with the closing question. So. Favorite movie of all time? What is it? Uh, the Dark Knight, two thousand eight. Great movie. But favorite Great scene movie. from that movie? Just because that's one of my favorite movies. What's your favorite scene? Ooh, probably the part where he, uh, Batman, like lands on the car. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumps when the... the top and just like smacks down in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember as a kid, my jaw like dropped. But yeah. Are you talking about when he catches Rachel, or what are you? No, where where he like like completely just lands on the, like superhero landing like right on top of the car like when they're driving away. Oh, when they're driving um, away on the van. You're right. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's a great scene. Dang, yeah, that's a great scene. Yeah, because he like he like stands up on the ledge and he's like watching him go down in like a circle. Okay. Yeah, that one or probably um when the Joker like kills it. I it sounds morbid when he kills the dude. He like put the knife in his mouth and just like like just ripped them up but i remember as a kid like that like i was like whoa i never seen anything like that but that, that was kind of a spooky scene when i was watching it for the first time um but it definitely added to like the character of the joker definitely. you know like he doesn't care about you know who you are like he is 
uh, he is a bad guy. So You're ruthless. Yeah, ruthless. Yep. Favorite cheat meal right now? What's what's the cheat meal for Ariel? Ooh. Uh, probably, yeah, I got to go to pizza, man. I know it's kind of cliche, mm-hmm. uh, but same thing with chest day. Pizza is always there for you, even when you're not feeling good. I'll always be down for a slice of pepperoni pizza. Yeah, I can't Very go wrong nice. with it. Very nice pizza. Okay. You like that? And then if you could train with anyone in the gym, who would it be? So I had two people in mind, Arnold, but honestly, probably Jay Cutler. Um, watching his videos of of him working out, it's just like – this guy is a machine. He does like, I think he says he usually goes like 14 reps um, on, on his workouts, which for some people is a lot. Some people aren't really go up to 14. Um, but I think that would be a great workout session with whatever, whatever body part doesn't matter. Uh, probably Jay Cutler. Yeah. All right, Ariel. Last question. Closing question. Are you ready for the closing question, my friend? I'm ready for the closing question. All right. So if you could be a pro athlete in any sport, what would it be? What sport? And then what position if it's a team sport, obviously? Uh, 100%. I would be a NFL player. Um, and I played football in, in high school. So, and I played corner. So I would 100% play corner or wide receiver. Uh, yeah. but one of those two, uh, but a 100% NFL, uh, that's really the only sport I watch is like football. I kind of try to get into basketball, but it just, it wasn't as exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely NFL football. I would, I'd play for sure. Awesome, dude. That's, that yep. is, that is awesome. We love it. Hey, really appreciate you coming on the plus one. You're an awesome guest. Well, it's that's... nice to talk to someone that's also, been in the military. So thank you for your service. Keep crushing it with your you service. Too. Yeah, you we too. Wish you the best of luck with your next semester, man. And I'll see you at the thank gym you. and keep working yep. hard, man. All right. Yeah, you too. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.